Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Away from Tigerland, a fighting fury, we're from Tigerland. In any weather, you will see us with a grin, risking head and skin. If we're behind, then never mind, we'll fight and fight and win. from the scenes um, at the after party of the AFL Grand Final last night. Sitting in a car, it's Emma here. We're down two men, but we've got Alicia sometimes, who's looking pumped. I am so pumped. (laughs) And to be in Richmond too. Oh my God. Ground zero. We're sitting in Lucy's car in a Richmond location. How are you, Lucy? I'm so happy to be here. Can't believe it. And we've kind of got 0.5 of the dock. <laughs> Have you got a squeak for us? I do. I've kind, I've lost my voice and this is the best I've got, so I'll struggle through and see how I go. And Felicity and Nicole have been lost in battle, but um, we yes. wish them... R.I.P. R.I.P. We knew them well. <laughs> Bless them. Um, they're both completely fine. They're just already mm. on holidays and we thank them so much for their service throughout the year. But let's not talk about them. Let's talk about them tigers. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god. Where did you watch it, Leish? I was at a grand final party with about 40 people and lots of little tiger kids running around and um, it was just so funny to see the division between those who are absolutely passionate uh, tiger fans, those in the middle who just thought, you know, this is their year, this is a golden opportunity, and those that a couple of supporters, maybe a few St Kilda supporters, Essendon supporters and Collingwood supporters who actively got annoyed and sort of... (gasps) spat the dummy, put down their chips and their beers and walked into another room and watched other things because it's just this funny thing that they thought the Tigers, you know, it was a, they're fair weather supporters. I don't believe this. No, no. But um, that it, it's not their time. So it's really interesting to see. But oh, wow, wow, everyone, even there was artists screaming, Basha, Basha. Oh, so that? he was amazing and just the whole atmosphere. So I watched it on a tiny scale. You girls, huge, <laughs> huge. Yeah, Lucy and I went whole hog. We did go whole we? hog. Yeah. Yep. Tell us about it. Mm-hmm. You freaking that? camped. We did. You tell, Lou. Well, we did. So um, we are really, really lucky that we have um, MCC memberships, which we're very, very grateful for. And we didn't get tickets, didn't get seats in the ballot, which means we had to go and queue up. And we've done this a number of times, and, you know, we've gone at four in the morning hey! <laughs> um, we've gone at 10 this year we were going to go at 10 o'clock we ended up going at, at seven, night you at mean. night yeah. yeah so we went seven o'clock the night before we took our takeaway we had a little setup we were right on the concourse 
um, took some banana lounges and some sleeping bags. It did rain, so we had a little tarp over our head. Okay. I felt like we were in Antarctica with that tarp billowing <laughs> over our heads in all night. Wind. But we'd also taken sleeping tablets, drank a bottle of wine and stuck some earplugs in. So everyone <laughs> else could hear our, ta- our tarp was quite noisy. And the next morning, the neighbours, we said, oh, I hope the tarp wasn't too noisy. And they're like, mm, yeah, it was. We're like, mm, didn't hear a thing. <laughs> I can't believe it. You need a medal. Did you snore? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Emma did, yeah. Gosh, yeah, I, did. <laughs> I totally did. I to- and I knew I was doing it. I was like, I don't care. I'm getting six and a half hours sleep, sure. whatever I can do. It was kind it of was delicious. Great. Yeah, it was fantastic. I do it every. I do it all the time. Who the hell has spare banana lounges? Laying around. We bought them. We only use them once a year. <laughs> but there was yeah, real pleasure actually in doing that. And it was not our team because it took, like, we had no nerves. We just had fun and excitement. So if it was your actual team, I don't know if you would sleep that well. And we actually felt pretty well rested, though. I do feel like an old lady today, I have to say. Yeah. I, we, you know, there were a lot of people there, though, who had gone to great lengths. So we ended up queuing um, by the time we all stood up and we were waiting for the doors to open. Open, there was a man standing next to us who had flown in the night before from <coughs> England. Wow. He landed at 8 o'clock at night, came straight to the queue. He is flying home today on Sunday. No. So he came for the weekend to watch his Tigers. Yeah. Oh, see, How I'm amazing getting, is that? Oh, I know. But you know what's <laughs> funny about that man is we ended up kind of sitting next to him. So he'd done that whole thing, right? Obviously, it means like the world to him. Of course. Didn't raise a sweat, didn't raise an eyebrow, didn't see him sing the song. He just looked like just very cool, calm and collected. In my mind, you know what I decided? That he's like a James Bond character. I think yeah. he might have been I think a he spy. might be a spy or maybe some kind <laughs> of... I think he's a hitman or a spy because he had nerves of steel. Yep. We all cope in cool our own way, though. <laughs> he was so jet-lagged. He just was absolutely... Yeah. 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 He has no memory of the He had a bottle of wine, some sleeping tablets. <laughs> And he, didn't, he needed a banana now. And a tarpaulin tar- tar- had kept him awake all night. <laughs> I, um, I watched the game at home with absolutely no voice, which was a strange experience because I kept wanting to go, ah, 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 and I did kind of make a noise like that every now and again when, when something amazing was happening. Um, but it was sort of in keeping with the, with the feel of the game, I think, because... I watched it without any ability to make any sound. <laughs> and that was, you know, that was Silent Kate. That was right. That was right. I think my partner enjoyed that because he didn't have to listen to me bang on about the umpiring and stuff. Was your mum there? No, my mum was back up in New South Wales oh. where she lives. So we, um, we, I was messaging her actually because I couldn't, because I had no voice. I was messaging her my thoughts on how the game was going because I really did think Richmond, even at the end of the first quarter, I thought, mm. I said to her, Richmond have got this if they can keep up their intensity. Um, but it felt like 1980 again, partly because Channel 7's, um, Channel 7 don't screen it in high definition. So it was. Are you kidding? Yeah. Did you have this, Alicia? So oh, it was I, did, like, I, I didn't notice. I it was, was too, <laughs> too happy. It was like, and I think because I, you know, it was, yeah, I hadn't watched a grand final at home for a while. I'd been at the last couple and it was just a very strange experience. <laughs> it is bizarre. Do you know There's they, a lot of complaining about it on Twitter. Was there? There was. They yeah. didn't play the Tigers theme song when the Tigers ran out at the G. But then some people on TV were saying that they did hear it. And so I was like, maybe they just 
played it on the TV bit. The Tigers had run out through the banner, sat down, had the photo and started doing the warm-up before the song kicked in. And when it kicked in, it was halfway through. It was the second verse of it, which is the same as the first verse of it. (laughs) But it was the second time round. And then Adelaide came out and theirs was bang on. And I thought, oh, this is a shocking so omen. I'm still, I'm still backing second verse. Same the as the first. Okay, so I thought Bashful Hooli was an absolute gimme for Absolutely. the norm. And I was being such an arrogant supporter. I was looking around going, definitely Bashful Hooli. Yeah. Definitely Bashful Hooli. We all were. There were so many men in the MCC yesterday. I swear that men's toilet was overflowing. There would have accounted like five women. I said to Lucy at one stage... I don't know. I hope that the Gazman shops didn't open today because they are not. There is no one. There is men no white men. men buying check shirts today. But um, but there were so many men and got mansplained to a couple of times. No like, way. Oh, yeah, I no love way. it. I love what it. about? Uh, all right. sorts of things. All okay. sorts of things. Um, oh, a few between people. the sticks. Yeah, big between sticks. Between the sticks. Between yeah. the big sticks, six points. Between no, someone sticks, was calling us bandwagon. And I got really upset about it. I got really upset. I was like, yeah, yeah. "Mm, yeah, would you say bandwagon? Let me just show you a video of me sitting with P.E. O'Neill at the boardroom table. Oh. (laughs) You pulled that one out. I've never done that before, but I pulled it. I was like, oh, my heart and soul is in this. Like, we've been saying tigers all year. But one thing we're also saying is... The world will end. Did you have any fear about what was going to happen when the final siren? No, went? no, no. Because by that stage, I thought Dust. I also thought Basher would win the Norm Smith. Um, but as the game progressed, it became clear to me that actually Dusty was having a really good game and was was in the mix. Mm-hmm. And I knew that my own, as we may recall, my prediction in the final episode or the last episode was that Dusty would win the Norm Smith and return balance to the force yes. and, yeah, yeah. and so when he was called up I felt great relief yeah. so great relief. The I woke up. and look you know what here we are today I the know has you know ended. a very strange thing happened last night at the post game concert yes do you know what the killers played yes I do the killers <laughs> played Bad Moon Rising oh. <laughs> and Emma Race and I looked at each other and we could not believe it that actually, they got, got the scared. memo I got, I got scared I got actually scared I hear scared. hurricanes are blowing mm-hmm. I know the end is coming soon yeah like, it was amazing. I feel like you're about to do an Alicia Sometimes poetry of the... Yeah. I was going to. Yeah, you should. It was incredible. Yeah. My, um, my favourite moment was my husband and son were sitting opposite, you know, just over the other side of the MCG. And they're tigers. And they're tigers and absolutely passionate tigers who have never waned and... Never won. I've, you know, I've never won. I've watched, I watched my husband. Um, there was one season where he took to watching the football pacing around the lounge room with a baseball bat. It was quite, you know, he just used to like kind that of Beyonce film, <laughs> yeah, a little bit like that. Um, but you know, they've both had their ways of dealing with it, and just to to think of what they were experiencing was pretty incredible. And I FaceTimed them at the end, and. There was no words. No, there were no words. But, like me. But the other thing that I found just <laughs> incredible was sitting and watching the faces of people, especially in that third quarter where it just, you know, oh, you just dark. knew what was happening. And I was looking around at the crowd and on people's faces I could see disbelief and I could see the dawning of this realisation that it was going to happen. 
and there was emotion and I've never seen so many people I mean it was a little bit like last year with the Bulldogs but faces just showing so much emotion oh, and to see it on TV they just shot after Did shot they? after shot oh, Richo crying Peggy O'Neill Brendan Gale, Brendan Gale sobbing. Sobbing. sobbing the bench yep. the Richmond bench yep. for the last probably five minutes of the game looked like the scenes from some of those big NFL games where there's like 30,000 people on the bench it's and a, it's, sorry it's amazing though how focused some of those well the people in and around the club can be because I heard Damien Hardwick interviewed after the game and he was asked, at what point in the final quarter did you feel confident that you had it and that you could relax and enjoy it? Now, Richmond were run won by 48 points in the end. He said with three minutes to go. Oh, and he came God. down. And he came he down. Came he down. did not come. And he said, so I think some of the other guys in the box said, you can go now. You can go now. And he said, no, I just wanted to wait to be sure. Yeah. Now, to have that kind of focus, yeah. absolute yeah. focus, and still be thinking about in the game in the moment when you're nearly 50 well, points and up. And also, just, did you see the players were still laying these unbelievable yes. tackles yes. that were still yes. going yes. second and third going efforts? Hard. I have something a bit controversial to say. So if you're mm. an Adelaide fan, block your ears, because this yeah. is a little bit mean. But there was an omen before the game. Oh, not dead crows. No, no. There were a lot of dead crows. Thank you to everyone who texted us and tweeted us. There were a lot of dead crows. But please but stop that. sending us pictures of dead crows now. <laughs> I know, I know. I love birds. It's really disturbing. No, the anthem stance. So all oh, year we've been, all, yeah, particularly yeah. during the final season, yeah. final series, we've been talking about the omens through the final um, series of the anthem stance. And now that I look back on it, I think we should have known at that stage because Adelaide were all standing there. No linking. Separate. No linking. With that, but with that, that stare-off thing mm. that they were doing, staring down Richmond. And Richmond, as soon as the, the anthem finished, Richmond just packed up, off they get, and, and Adelaide's still standing there. It's actually a bit of a metaphor for the game itself because oh, Adelaide yeah. were just left... Standing there where Richmond yeah. were. It's interesting because they're link. Um, Richmond are linkers, and then also in yes. the circle before they, when they do their very last like little um, huddle, captain's address. Richmond tight as anything, like right in together, all their bodies jammed together. Adelaide very um, choreographed, arms yes. around each other with a lot of space in between them. And I just Try think, too hard. Mm, I just think maybe it's you know it's about getting in people's grills. Huddle, huddle yeah. watch is is a thing. Totally, is you it? can you, you can often tell. You know, there was a funny thing. I don't normally go to the numbers, but <laughs> I'm going to go. Like, I'm crediting. I get a feeling that you're crediting on the toilet doors. Well, I've got two two things on numbers. So the first thing is you mentioned Kate. The margin was 48 points. Yes. If you take so the scores were Adelaide 8-12 to Richmond 16-12. Yes. You add up that 8 plus 12 plus 16 plus 12 equals 48. That is Thank the winning you. margin. Thank you. And I credit that to my husband <laughs> who said, He's good at I just stared <laughs> at the scoreboard for so many hours after the game ended and he didn't leave the ground <laughs> that it kind of dawned on him. The other thing that was pretty extraordinary yesterday, you know the capacity of the MCG is... 10,000 and no, 100. Oh, oh 10,000. Oh my god. See, I told you I told you I don't do numbers. Lucky it's not a telethon. 100,024. There were 100,021 yeah. people there. There's Twitter feeds saying where's the other Where three? are those three people? Yeah, there's people going where's those three missing? They must have Well, I think Felicity Race takes. She's one of them. Part one. of the blame. Yeah. Yes. And, and then there's two And me. And you done. There you go. There we go. Done. Wow. Kate, you would really have disappointed. It's really disappointing. Kate, if we'd smuggled you in, then it could have been 
I know. I would a lockout. Lo- yeah. It was a lockout. <laughs> um, I had some observations of things that I saw with my human eyes, and I don't know if they were on the broadcast because I've watched a bit of the replay, but I haven't seen all the post-game stuff. There was a moment at the end where um, all of the players had gone around the ground, which I'm sure everyone saw, but I saw Brooke Cochin came walking out onto the ground and her kids had done the lap of honour with Trent and Dusty, their real dads, and <laughs> then she came walking out and I didn't know who it was, but she was quite a striking figure and as she was walking across the ground, you know, Peggy was stopping and hugging her, and Gail, and you know, all the um, dads and all the, all, you know, all the players and <laughs> all the dads and all the dads, all the dads, and a couple of the players. And then she got to um, Koch, and I realised that that was her husband, and they were having this beautiful moment. And then um, they were holding their kids, and then um, the Hardwick girls just swooped in and grabbed the babies of the Cochins and just snuck with them in their arms and carried them away and then they went to take a photo of the Hardwick family I think it was Wayne actually and they're all there together just the five of them and the kids of the Cochins (laughs) in that photo and I thought that's really telling there wasn't heaps of kids on the ground it wasn't like when Hawthorne you know there was lots of kids when Hawthorne won um and the other thing I just I really loved was the thank you to Mrs. Hardwick. I know. That yeah. was just Wasn't beautiful. that a beautiful yeah. moment? There might be a lot more uh, Richmond kids nine months from today. That's a different story. There was, yeah, there was so much to love. One of the things that I loved was the pre-match entertainment. Yeah, good one. Oh, absolutely nailed it. The killers were fantastic. Yes. And great to see um, that Pauline Hanson and Tony Abbott and Peter Dutton's calls for no politics in sport was retained with um <laughs> with midnight oils because i'm pretty yes. sure the forgotten years is just about those years that richmond were in the wilderness that's right? all it's yeah, about that's right <laughs> um and the and the pre-game was only rivaled by the post-game because when wow. jack oh rewalt came out and sang mr brightside i seriously screamed and i felt like I've never seen anything so cool with my human eyes. It was unbelievable. It was so funny (laughs) and so fun. I will never get over seeing him in his kit with his (laughs) footy boots. It's the funniest oh, you thing ever. You can slip. How yeah. funny is it? But how funny does a football kit look when it's out oh. of context? <laughs> he looked like yes. a cake topper. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, the white shorts. It's legendary. So it will go cool. down. It will. It made me think, because I thought the killers were actually perfect, and you know that I've carried on all year that I think that it should just be Australian bands. It should always be John Farnham. But I really <laughs> liked the killers. I thought they were the perfect combination. And it made me think about how does the conversation go? Because earlier this year at the AFLW, I think it might have been, um, it was definitely at a Bulldogs game um, because we were at the Witten Oval and we saw Gil and he was doing a cross to Channel 7 and he had the microphone back that they hadn't crossed to him yet and they were piping music through um, the Witten Oval and it was like Simon and Garfunkel or something and and he was singing and doing dad dancing. (laughs) It was really embarrassing, right? I never saw it on TV, I just saw it in real life and then... And I was thinking, I don't know that Gil would listen to the killers. So I thought, what happens? Like, does someone from corporate walk in and go like, okay, Gil, now we're either going to have the Seekers or <laughs> or there's a band called the Killers. And look, it does sound a bit, it sounds like they could be a heavy metal band. I understand, but actually, the kids will love it. And it's like asking your <laughs> yeah, dad if you yeah. can go to a concert. Like, yeah. no, 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 no one will take drugs. Everyone will be really yeah. well behaved. They've got no room. All the lyrics. parents will be there. The parents will be there. You can call their mum if you want. Like, how does that pitch happen? But well, I thought, Hardwicks will look after you. <laughs> exactly. You can stay 
at the hard wicks that night. Um, I thought I thought it was a really good choice. Fantastic. Oh, it was great. Yeah. It, it was, was yeah. yeah, one of the first in a long time that you actually felt proud and rock yeah. and roll. Yeah. And I mean, it was, it was awesome. look, it was no meatloaf, but... Oh. But, but it was it also was meatloaf was wasn't meatloaf. It was so rock and roll <laughs> at the true. end because there was so many people in there. Yeah. It was yeah. it was actually like incredible. Concert. It was like a full concert. You could not move. And all the corporate boxes, all the bars were still lit up and full of people last night at the MCG. Like, I mean, we've been there the last couple of years for this same concert, and even last year for the Bulldogs, it was half the crowd. Like, yeah. that's what that's what seventy five thousand members looks like. Speaking about kicking on at the MCG, what about people who kicked on at Swan Street. Swan Street. So I don't know oh, if you saw... they destroyed Swan Street. <laughs> yeah, Did they? Right. Yeah. I don't know if you saw um, that there was a particular place, the Swan Street Barber, yes. was offering <laughs> dusty <laughs> haircuts for free, and the queue was just enormous. I think it went on for hours. It's actually so tender and cute. My yeah, Facebook feed yeah. this morning is full of people who. Had a have dusty. actually had a dusty just at home. Look, it's like people were doing dusties last night. I contemplated it myself. It's not too much. No, you could probably do it. Yeah. I've got short. It's hair, like but... the Rachel, but oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like the name Dusty for a little girl. Yeah. I oh, I love it. Love well, it. as I said, in nine months from now, we'll... yeah. yeah. So yeah, nine I'll months and one day because everyone was blind drunk. They need to get home first. Yes. Yeah. The other thing I saw last night were people kissing the police horses as they left the MCG. And it was a little bit reminiscent of New Year's, New Year's Eve. Eve. Like yeah. the police were sort of out there Tolerating. with the horses. And not everyone was going up and there was a, there was a lot of love on the concourse. <laughs> when you say kissing, I immediately yeah. go to passion, but you mean no, a No, just a nice little. Yeah. It was nice seeing all the players hugging Peggy. I felt really thrilled for her. Same. Yeah. Same. Yeah. It was absolutely fantastic for Peggy. We had a little... Um, message yesterday morning and she had consulted the magic eight ball <laughs> yes. before the game and she was fully confident great and as it proved it proved itself mm. it proved got, got there <laughs> sorry <laughs> i've got no voice um yeah she's a good our money's worth yeah totally. a winner. i feel for the adelaide fans <clears throat> yeah I do, I do too oh my god so so many friends yeah it was really tough i mean i think there's no way, there's no other way around it to say that Adelaide were just. I thought Adelaide were flat. They were um, just their beaten. performance was yeah. was flat. They they seemed to me to be completely overawed with the occasion. Richmond's intensity was immense, and Adelaide couldn't match it. And it just must. And there were times when, particularly in the second quarter and mm. then into the third quarter, where you just looked at the faces of the Adelaide players. They looked shell shocked. Mm. They looked frightened. They looked rattled. And the fans, you know, as, as a fan, it must have just been really painful mm. to sit through. So, yeah, I'm thinking, thinking of them today. Um, so, Dusty will probably go on and win. Um, I would imagine that he'll win. A gold Loki. Millionaire's hot seat. And a gold Loki. He's won everything. Oscar. Oh, no. The other thing is that <clears throat> they've actually got two Brownlow medalists this year. Yeah. True. It's Koch <laughs> and Dusty. Yeah, it's yeah, true. Like well, Dusty is also the first person to win a Brownlow medal and a premiership in the, the same week. And, of course, now a Norm Smith medal. I want to so say that, that will no, it has been done once before. Who? Erin oh, Phillips. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was technically not a Brownlow. No, but it is yes. the equivalent. Yes, so true. it's actually an amazing year for yeah. that. I saw a few people tweeting last night that... Um, that Dusty had done an Erin Phillips, and yeah. a few people said, "Well, you know, once he goes on and wins a basketball championship, yeah, that's yeah. right. Oh, yeah, that's true. Silver Back medal. To me, that's right. Yeah. Um, so, do we think that the Tigers will back it up, or will it be St Kilda, Melbourne, Carlton? Will it be their turn next, North Melbourne? 
The best thing about this is that it's a change of team and that it's two fairy tales in a row and it's just great for football that it's someone different and you know as a Hawthorne supporter you can never pull out that term as a Hawthorne supporter because people just put up their, their hands <laughs> don't, and argue. don't argue <laughs> um, you know obviously we love to win back to back to back that's just awesome but it's so good isn't it that it's yeah. alternating and it's just different teams and I think you know there was I sat next to a beautiful um Bulldog supporter. Someone's phone's ringing. Alicia, you have to buy us a slab. I sent this to a beautiful um, Bulldog supporter at the prelim final. And she was just cheering for Richmond. She was like, I just want them to have what we had last year. And I think that's the thing that I'm kind of struck with this morning with the lovely afterglow of, of this premiership is that there is this thing in sport that can bring people together and mm. you know through tough times and through times when you know there might be divisions there is still this ability for sport to unify people mm. and to you know to look around at the faces in the crowd and to feel empathy and to know where you know where people are coming from is is a really glorious thing and i think that's i think that's a big part of why we do what we do because we love that we love the ability of sport to do that Mm. yeah absolutely i mean the kind of emotion um that sort of collective outpouring of emotion among the community is almost unlike anything else you would ever see Mm. it's it's something that i feel you only get through sport and so it's amazing and such such joy in melbourne Mm. today you know i think as you say alicia it's important to recognize that the the feeling over in Adelaide will be very, very different. But here in Melbourne, it's really special. And um, I'm just thrilled for Richmond. I'm thrilled for Richmond supporters. I'm thrilled for my mum, who I think yeah. I said to you guys this morning started crying before the first bounce that okay. even happened. She was yeah. so overwhelmed with the occasion and the experience. And um, just great for people like her who've supported them for her whole life. Kilda, please, soon. Please, <laughs> for yeah. my dad. Oh, my God. It'll be nice, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. So I guess that that's the end. It's not the end of the, the world. End. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but we want to drops, obviously. Mate. This is our. Um, this is this is us signing off for the end of the season, and it's been two very long seasons, and we are thrilled um, that we've had the opportunity to be in your ears this year, and we still are completely wowed by it. Like, I mean, it's just amazing for us that we have so many people who are listening and interacting with us now, and we are so grateful because you actually all put in a lot of time into us as well. They and put in 110%. They really do. <laughs> yeah. They really do. So we are really grateful. Kate's got a list of people. There's a lot of people um, that this doesn't happen without, so um, yeah. I'd like to thank them. There's there's so many. Um, so first of all, first and foremost, we really want to give a huge shout out to our producer, Brittany Carter, who's up in Sydney. Thank you, Brittany. Thank you for making us Yay. sound half um, half decent, half sensible, <laughs> half coherent every week. It's an amazing job. Also, Tess Armstrong down in Melbourne, who's been a huge help to us over the last couple of months. There's an enormous number of people at the ABC, so we don't want to go through them all by name, but thank you to everybody at the ABC who's helped us this year. Um, A special shout-out to two people at the ABC, our sound engineers, Tom Wright and John Jacobs, who've done a terrific job. There's three people who we want to give a very special, very, very heartfelt... Award. Oh, my God. (laughs) Thanks, too. If we could present you with a trophy we would um they have just laid themselves on the line for us this year and been an enormous help to us so that's megan brewer 
Brewski. 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 Brewski seventh out of <laughs> Yep, she is the seventh out of Sanctum. Adam White and Matt Gavoni, you guys oh, are the oh absolute Oh, man, those best. boys. Those boys that make hey. the amazing videos and are really yep. just, they are cheerleaders. Yep, we love them so much. Thank you, guys. Um, to all of our guests this year, we won't go through them all by name, but thank you to each and every one of you for contributing. To our families who have been extraordinarily patient. <laughs> we both apologise yes. and thank you for bearing with us. Yeah, they've been fantastic and put up with um, us throughout the year because this podcast takes up a lot of time, a lot of energy, and um, and they have ridden the bumps with a grin and sometimes with a frown. But <laughs> and sometimes <laughs> but some toddler you. tantrums. <laughs> yeah, they keep their end up. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of families, we just wanted to um, also give um, recognition to families and friends of some of our listeners who passed away this year. They've been in our thoughts over the last few weeks, um, particularly Shelley, Clara and Monique. We're thinking of all of you. Um, to everybody who has really engaged with the podcast this year, so to everybody who sent in tweets, Facebook messages and emails about footy memories, footy omens, ideas, thoughts, reflections. The podcast wouldn't be what it is if you didn't engage with us in the way that you did. And of course, most of all, to all of our listeners, our loyal listeners, as Em said, we can't believe that you keep turning up week in, week out. It's been amazing and... um, yeah, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. So are we going to have Mad Monday or are we all just... Oh, yeah. <sighs> yeah Mad Monday. Gonna... I'm going to have a fall. Sleep. <laughs> we need it, yeah. The theme for Mad Monday is sleeping and laundry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going on holidays right now. I'm leaving in oh one God. minute and I'm going away for two weeks and I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to dump my mobile phone in the river and I'm not going to check <laughs> Twitter, email, oh, Facebook, nothing. Oh. That's what I'm looking forward to doing. What that about you, Katie? Perfection. You're going to get your voice back and go to work and actually do your job? Yeah, I hope to get my voice back. That's the first thing. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm just going to relax and enjoy break I think I think we all feel like we need a break but you know also too I'm a sucker for sports so I'm looking forward to the cricket starting over mm, the next few absolutely few well I'm, I'm off to do some grocery shopping there's no food in the house and um, a little break at the end of the week oh you know who the winner is football <laughs> that's it that's all I can say oh. I'm just gonna rest and enjoy it but love you guys yeah thank you so much everyone for listening we just adore you all and thanks Felicity and Nicole you've been a really big part of this (laughs) (laughs) have a great off season we might be back with some specials if the mood takes us but um enjoy the post Tigers glow and go Go footy
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.